Hello, my name is CF Justin. Uh, I go by Justin, just for short. I know that you were on the football team, right? You were in varsity all four years? Uh, yeah, technically I, I consider three. Um, my freshman year, basically, I went up to Logan and was like, I don't want to turn in my equipment. Can I still practice? And he was like, I like that yeah. energy, yeah. And that's how I became a varsity player all four years. And this is not no just random football team. This is one of the most prestigious public school in like the states yeah. right because cali has a very competitive football program and you're able to land a, a spot on the roster for centennial high school for football if you can just explain a bit of the whole football life and the whole student life throughout high school for me uh in all honesty it was hell um centennial i would say was really like like time consuming um in a sense where like the football team doesn't have an off season i don't care what anybody says um like normal sports normal schools like they have an off season you know fall sport ends you know you can go play a different sport at centennial we didn't really have that option like we i've still ran track but it was like i had football practice on top of track like it, it was more important than track season itself um and so like it never allowed me to really do much else like um i know starting off like i was an ib and trying to do IB and then also football at the same time. It, like like I said, it was literally just hell. Like there's nights like, that's what trained me not to sleep, literally. <laughs> I'd be up, get home late from football practice because I would live like 30 minutes like with no traffic. And then like I would have to stay up, do my homework and then wake up, get to school on time, do it all over again. It was just, it was just exhausting day in and day out. But I could definitely say like, overall it made me a better person like i enjoyed the grind i enjoyed like having that sort of schedule that repetition of day in and day out like let's go in and get it yeah so from what i've gathered like with our football program or i mean centennial's football program like half of the years that you were there there would be extended seasons because you guys would go to like states or cif and all yeah. that right like dead ass like i don't like and telling people this but like i have three rings the only ring i don't yeah. have is from my senior year so were you able to get any offers or anything like that? Um, I picked up hella looks like my senior year when I switched positions. Um, so like Dixie yeah. State, um, I kind of like talked to uh, Southern Utah a bit, um, mm -hmm. Laverne, but that's not really a big name school like that. Um, a couple schools like that. Um, it never really picked up traction. I kind of basically decided I don't want to do this anymore. Like right as playoff start. And like I told my mm -hmm. coaches, like, I don't want to play uh coaches i was in contact with i was like you're wasting your time just like chase another recruit and i basically set out the rest of like the ending like playoff season for senior year just like vibing it out trying to figure out what i'm gonna do next and at what point in your career did you decide you want to start rapping um i started rapping like freestyle and so it happened over summer freshman year uh, football players were up late on Twitter, just like joking around and shit, just like clowning each other, just going back and forth. Um, and one dude went on Smule and like did a rap, like roasting. Uh, <laughs> and so we're like, oh, you can rap, like that's hard. And so like everybody started hopping on Smule and I was just watching it, I was watching it. And I was like, you know what, I'm gonna do this. So like I made a Smule, like I wrote a rap cause everybody was out there freestyling, like giving weak bars and stuff. I wrote like a quick, like 30 mm -hmm. second rap, put it out. And everybody was like, oh, this is hard, but you wrote this. You wrote this. And I didn't want to admit it. So I was just like, nah, nah, nah. And then I put out some other shit right away that was butt cheeks. <laughs> and they were like, okay, okay. And so like that that was really like the kickstart for me. Like I kept Smule on my phone occasionally every like couple days. I'd make another song just for me and like the homies and shit. Okay. 
So this is like your freshman year of high school, right? That's crazy, but I don't even know you were rapping back then. <laughs> <laughs> so you were like you were like underground, underground. Yeah, I kept it really low key, like just the close friends and like just family. Like if you want to hear. So now you're in college. What made you change their direction and just trying to become a full time rapper? Um, it really was like I don't know what I want to do with life. Um, I was really into the like. I guess the health of things. I was going to school to be a physical therapist. Um, I took mm -hmm. my first bio course in college, and I was like, "Yo, this science shit is hard." <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I decided I want to go a different route. I started looking more into like business and things like that. Um, and yeah. then ultimately, like I, I kept trying to find a hobby because, like, after football, like playing sports, like I didn't do shit for four years to just play sports. So mm -hmm. like I'm trying to find something. And I've always loved music, so I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna take this a bit more seriously." I see. All right, right now, off the dome, top five rappers of all time. Top five rappers of all time. Ooh, this is gonna reflect. Ooh, Ooh. don't do this. I I really don't listen to music, but because that that shows you what kind of music you're into and how your rap itself reflects it. So yeah, like I would say my top five, um, for sure, Kanye, um, Jay Z. The fact I put Jay Z, I don't put Nas. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, Drake, he's up there for me. I put Uzi up there because I feel he's been, like he's a game changer still in the making. Um, and then I like Lauren Hill. That's the only female rapper I'll oh, really yeah. sit down and listen to. I'm not going to lie. Okay, okay. So what do you see your flows uh, model after? Um, like, is, is this some kind of influence you feel <laughs> like? Because great people... Great artists, there's some kind of influence, bro. It doesn't matter how great you are. There's always some kind of influence. Like, did you hear about that Drake influence by XXXTentacion? Uh -huh. When uh, he did, like you know, yeah, like that. The... So, what's your influence, bro? Um, do you want artist-wise or just like whatever, whatever you model your rap flows after or your rap game after? Uh, well, my biggest influence, I would say, is literally my surroundings and like my emotions. Um, biggest artists, okay. I would say, reflect upon that would be Kanye and then Juice World. Um, Kanye, he gets me like in the zone. Like I feel like Kanye, cause he even said in a song in like an interview where basically he's speaking his thoughts out loud to make everybody else feel comfortable with their thoughts. And I feel like when okay. I try to make music, like I just blank out. So like, I want you to know what I'm thinking and I don't care whether you like it or not. That's what is what it is. Like that's what's on my brain. Uh, I see. And then Juice World. What do you model after that? Um, I feel like he was in like the same sort of lane. Um, he came out a lot with like the breakup stuff. Um, and then whether people like really paid attention to it or not, obviously he understood he couldn't make hella breakup songs over and over again. So he started transitioning to try and talk about like mental illnesses and like things he goes through on the day to day. And uh, his latest album, he started talking more and more about like his drug addiction and things like that, which really like spoke to me. And I was like, whoa, like you feel me? He's just talking about life. I feel you. Yeah. So what do most of your songs uh, are about? What are they about? I make songs about everything. If it's about if it everything? stays in my brain for more than thirty minutes, I probably have written something about it. <laughs> heartbreaks, heartbreaks, um, come up stories. Um, how how much I hate people. <laughs> I, <laughs> Damn, bro. This this a little X in there, huh? Uh, I like X. I don't feel like I would say that. I don't feel like I've developed that flow yet, but I want to get there. Okay, okay. So 
your first song that you wrote, like you, where you took seriously, how long did that take you and the whole process through it? Um, my very, so very first songs, I kind of like did like a round robin. I wanted to do an EP. It was my freshman year in Arizona. And I was like, I'm gonna drop some music. I'm gonna drop like six songs. And so like I had six beats and I just kept rotating through them like every day, like, okay, I want to sound like this. So like I wrote a chorus, so like maybe two bars. Mm-hmm. Over time, I'll say those six songs, it took me probably three to four months to finish. And after I finished them, I hated them all. <laughs> I see. I mean, that's good to be uh, hard on yourself, you know, because you want to put the best version of yourself out there, especially when you're up and coming. But um, what do, what is your thoughts on like, you know, once let's say once you get that stepping stone up into the industry and label starts wanting to sign you, how do you feel about going that route versus being independent like Russ? Um, I feel like particularly for me, I see labels as like a business venture. So it's like essentially I don't want like an advancement in like the people I've talked to and mm-hmm. like this the rooms I've sat in, things like that. Like I don't pay attention to the advancement. I just pay attention to like the percentage and then what we're gonna do with it afterwards. Because I feel like, damn, I'm about to give a hella game right now. I feel like the, I feel like the industry is changing in a way. Like labels aren't as needed. Like they're like a gatekeeper that's ho- holding people yeah, off bro. back. You know, most of these um, recent artists, you know how they got famous. So why don't you put your songs on TikTok and just do do something with that? Uh, I actually have something I'm about to drop. I gotta get the cover art for it. But that one, I want to do a full TikTok campaign. Cause honestly, bro, if you're able to create a way to launch your songs on TikTok and then you DM certain like up and coming influencers about it and they make a de- they make a dance about it to your songs and it's catchy enough it could catch on that's how 24 golden got famous bro, I bro. Think he's so hard dude, I, I love his music his, his flows dude like yeah so and he he came up on TikTok same thing with um Lil Nas mm-hmm. X he was able to turn his song into a meme and it just blew up from there. So I think that's a great way to promote your, your shit too, you yeah. know? I know like for me personally, I've always been the person like I hate social media. So it's like, <laughs> I've never seen myself as like the person who can go out and like make these funny ass videos on social media. And like, as you said, like influencers are becoming like a bigger, bigger thing. Like having one of them do yeah. it, it's basically easy. Yeah, because what I see is, yeah, you cannot like social media, but when it comes to you trying to be an independent independent artist nowadays you would have to take into your own hands so either that or be stuck under a record label and how i think i heard kanye back in the day saying that he doesn't own any rights to his music bro you know what i'm saying that's kind of sad because he put all that sweat and tear into that and you wouldn't want to do the same right his first six albums like he basically doesn't get any money from it period that's crazy those are are like the golden years of kanye like six per six albums jesus so like when you're in the studio, do you just focus on one song or do you literally just cycle through and see which one works the best? Or how many songs do you have to write for you to be like, oh, that's going to go on my album. That's the one. So when I make music, it's literally just for the joy of making music. So like I go to the studio with basically like clips. Like what's that? What's that Star 67 song Drake has with, where um, Lil Wayne's talking about? You just go to the studio with clips, ammo, ammunition. Like that's literally me. Like I'll have like seven songs I want to do that day. And like it's okay. whatever like as I step in there, whatever that mood fits, like to so say it's like, I'm in a happier mood as soon as I walk in, boom, I find the happiest song and I just rock it out. 
Um, if I'm in a sad mood, I'm just dragging that day. I'm going to just pick the saddest song. Boom. And doing that sad mm -hmm. song, obviously, it improves my mood. All right, let's rotate. What's next? What feels right? What feels right? And even if I set aside, like, okay, these songs are mandatory today, I'll get through, like, two or three. I'm just like, ooh, I need to do this song. I'll jump to it right away. Like, I don't care. I see. So now that you're trying to build your... Because I know you're not just trying to be a rapper. You're trying to turn it into a whole business and, like, just... Your your branding your, your branding itself is gonna be your business basically right, and when you want to go up, you need people that are by your side no matter what. Like not just through the uptimes, but through the downtimes as well. So how would you go about and find those people to put it, put them around you like that that solid team? I'm honestly the worst at doing that. I feel like I put a lot of people around me who shouldn't be around me. Um, I don't hold it against them. I don't hold it against me. I just see it as basically I want to do something. And I'm gonna find the puzzle pieces that fit. Everything's trial and error. So whether like managers in the past, like it's been in and out. Um, and I haven't had another studio because I've fell in love with that studio. Like I've been solid, but like other things like photographers, like I've been in and out. Like I've used people, didn't like it, trashed it. Videographers, I've used it, trashed it. I just keep trying to plug in the pieces till I find what really fits for like what I want to do. Okay. Do you set aside a certain uh, amount of dollars for your to budget out your production, or do you just like just go with the flow? Right now, I really don't put a budget together. Um, as far as like the music, I put a budget, but everything else, so like visuals or like let's say photography things like that, I don't put a budget on because I feel like I know my ideas and things I want to do. It's everything's not everything's not free, so it can get costly, and so it's like I don't want to say like I only have. X, Y, and Z amount, then I have to tone down my vision and I don't ever want to do that. I'd rather just wait it out. You don't want to limit yourself? Yeah. Like, I feel like limit, like as an artist, like that's what labels do. Like limiting yourself is literally the worst thing you can ever mm -hmm. do. True. Because when you're signed with the label, you really, they really get a say in everything you do versus being independent. Yeah. And that's your route, right? You want to be independent? I really feel like for what I want to do personally, I need a label's help. Essentially, you need labels help, and so okay. like I feel like that ad ad additive push will come after I've fully established myself as an independent artist. But obviously, I'm not going to turn it down from the jump if they're with it from the jump with the right terms. So, like when you first started, let me get this straight. When you first started actually producing, did you what was your route? Did you go on SoundCloud and then try to pop off from there, or how were you planning to your whole route to? Uh, you know breaking through the barrier um i've never honestly i've never had a plan like even like my first song on soundcloud it was just there like for the shits and giggles it was for my homies like um i didn't like post the link hella i just sent it out individually i remember bro you gotta promote that shit though because you can't just throw it on there and expect people just fine you know yes yes and no like how i see <laughs> it i i 100 I, I say the music will speak for itself um but at the same time i understand people have to have a reason to listen so it's yeah. essentially i don't want to be overbearing annoying like i know people who post every day oh i just dropped a song oh i just dropped a song oh i just dropped a song i don't ever want to do that i essentially i see it as like i want to indirectly show you what's going on so i i force myself to post it at least once or twice and then i want to find like outlets or like other like you said influencers and things like that to have a reason to talk about it so then people see it again for the second time they're like oh people actually care and then they tap mm -hmm. in 
instead of just me constantly drilling it down as people throw it and trying to DM them like, yo, listen to my single, listen to my single type shit. I feel you, I feel you. So how long do you think until you, you can reach that barrier or break through it? Like, what's your time frame? Do you give yourself like a certain time that, oh, if I'm not successful, you know, I can do other things or do you going to keep pushing through until you make it? Well, in all honesty, um, my time frame was till I turned 21 and I'm still not rich. So uh -huh. like, this is like killing me inside. Um, my new quote unquote timetable is my next birthday. So in August, I feel like by August though, <laughs> I can at least live off of this music thing. I see. Bro, I'm going to talk to you straight because um, this is what I think you should do. And you don't have to take it, my advice. This is what I've noticed, right? Yeah, you're not a big social media person, but this in this day and age, bro, it'll literally change your life. All it takes is one person that says yes, and you're golden, you know? Right now with TikTok, people have built million-dollar businesses just from TikTok. And if you're able to do it right and you post consistently, I promise you, before your birthday, you'll blow up. Cause I, I've tried I've tried out the algorithm myself and I've told other people to do it and they got they've gotten results. And the the one sitting next to you right there by his side, by your side, he got a hundred over a hundred K on likes on a video before, just trying it out. TikTok's crazy. Like I was trying to fight it too, but I'm like, first video right? hit half a million views. Like I'm, I'm, I'm ready to give in. Like I've even told myself, yeah. like let's make an account. Like, I don't, so I don't here's like what I, whole, I suggest like, you do. Because it, like, I feel like it dilutes the quality mm -hmm. of like the image. But at the same time, you can't fight it forever, dude. That's yeah. that algorithm. You is can't top fight it, bro. Notch. Right now, what do you normally do? Rap? What do you normally rap about? What's your genre? Like sex, drugs, or, <laughs> uh, or, what, or like cu coming up, or what do you rap about? Like. <laughs> What's the the biggest release, like not releases, or like the upcoming releases are going to be heavy, like heartbreak, like love stories type shit. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so what what I would say is, bro, literally take the best parts of the your best song, turn it into like make a meme out of it, turn it into a dance, turn it into like just start posting, bro. Okay. Because I don't know if you know, but th these two, uh, I think one kid he goes to he went to Santi, his name is Nas. Uh, Nazir. You know? Nazir, but I think, I think he goes by Nasty yeah, 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 or something. Me, yeah. Bro, just from Shoulder, they were able to blow up and he was able to meet, um, I think, YG and all that. He was able to link up with them. And then another kid, I don't know them personally, but he went to um, Roosevelt. His name's Guillermo. He films and stuff. And he's uh, Young Thug's right-hand man for videography now. And he was just filming with uh, Kendall Jenner the other day. And all that took is just from some from social media. You know, and a lot of rappers, they take advantage of that. And I think you should definitely do that, bro. Because from what you're doing, if you just put it there and you don't promote it, you're wasting your time writing the songs. Like, you don't want to show it out there because it's like you you got to show it appreciation, you know? So I think you, I haven't listened to your songs, but I definitely believe in you, bro. And if you can do it just smartly through social media, you'll blow up before your birthday for sure. So moving on to the topic of, you know, getting into the industry, what would you do once you get into the industry? Like, are you trying to, you know, go fully the rapper route? Or are you just trying to be like, oh, I'll do rapper, but also want to do like, you know, acting, entrepreneurship, all the, like, what's your route? I feel like my route is fully artistry. Like I 100% want to be known for music. Like I want to like leave like a stamp, like footprint, essentially. 
like I'm not gonna say like the rap game Mount Rushmore, but like especially like at least California, like SoCal, like I want to be like like an immigrant, like he changed like the sound, like how people were doing things. There have in the past, I say seven years. There's are certain rappers that have been, you know, trailblazers for certain things. For example, you know, um, the Migos. They're known for the ad libs, right? And that's the baby's known for his flows. Lil Pump's known for his beats and his freaking repeating five words in a row and still call it a song. Six Nine's known for you know just doing him saying the most random words and, and that's his flow too. So what do you want to be known for in terms of rap wise? Like, do you have anything different that you can bring to the rap game and that you think people should know about? Uh, I feel like my storytelling is low key immaculate, not in a sense of like a gloating way, but like in a sense of rap, like I feel like it's been very diluted in like what people talk about and like how they tell things. And even though I feel like, let's say lyrically, the bars aren't as heavy as a lot of people will be. Just the overall message mm -hmm. and like story you get from like the vibe of my music, it's, it puts you in a different place. So like kind of like a J. Cole type kind of storytelling? Uh, yeah, essentially, but I have a way more melodic sound. Like I don't like to just be dreading and just talking to people. Like I really like when to, want you to bounce along with it. Okay, and when you're you know, getting ready to write, do you write the songs first or you listen to the beats first? Um, every song I have, the beat tells the story. And then I tell my story on top of it. Okay, and how are you, how strict are you with creating the beats? Like, you put more time to that than the actual lyrics themselves? I don't put time into either option, really. Um, most songs, I'll say I write in 15 to 30 minutes. Um, okay. Beat-wise... Beat I don't even make my own beats anymore. Um, I kind of have like a production team. And so what will happen is they'll send me like a pack of let's say, for example, eight. And I'll just sit there and I'll listen to them. And they're like, okay, I like this one. I don't like this one. I don't like this one. And I'll just sit and wait on, wait until like I get in that mood. So like whether I'm happy, sad, whatever fits that beat. And then I tell the story I want to get off my chest. So when you write your uh, your raps, where do you normally sit or do you just sit in your room, just write it to get or like do you go outside and try to get inspirations or what do you do? Um, if I'm just starting a song, I'll literally do it anywhere. If I'm in the mood and I hear the beat, I'll play it in the earphone at work or some shit and I'll just start freestyling. I'll just keep going and I'll say the same thing over and over again until I have a chance to write it down. Um, if I ever get stuck, that's when I feel like the need to like change location things like that so like if say like i'm talking about something from high school and it was like a really sad experience type shit i don't like to be in my room mm -hmm. so i'm a, like i go on a drive and i'll sit at, like in dos lagos or like crossing something like that just chill in my car and then i'll finish it there just because like it helps me like leaving my quote-unquote traumatic space to tell my traumatic story you got any uh, like kind of samples you can show us um i have a song called dear sons I don't know. If you are able to play it through your phone real oh, quick. No, I don't have that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Like any any uh thing that you rapped in the past? Because I want to hear what you sound like real quick. Uh, What I'll do is I'll play Set It Off. So this story, this is why I say like Kanye is an influence for me. Um, I was literally sitting around listening to Kanye all day. And I was mad at the world. So I was like, I'm going to rap about how I don't like nobody. <laughs> do you believe in the 27 club um yes i do you do believe in the 27 yeah. um 
it's something I got out of, but like, I really felt like for the longest, this is actually really personal. Um, I wouldn't make it past like 25. And I felt if I, if I oh, did damn. like 27 was my limit. So like, I, like every girlfriend I would have and stuff, like I let them know, like, I really believe this shit, like this is me. But like nowadays, like I've, I've toned down, like I, I feel like I've gotten closer to God and things like that to where like, it's yeah. no longer like a thought in my head. Damn, you got bars, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I really like the flow though. Charlie to the gang. That one's like melodic and still rapping. Uh, do you want the uh the final version? Yeah, whatever, whatever works. So like, I'm gonna skip it, but like this song kind of shows like I really like voicemails and like personalizing things. So like, I have like an audio from the yeah. homie, like at the very beginning. What do you think of um what's that one rapper? Um you know the one that rapped with Zoe? He he's uh he's pretty popping right now. Um Oh, you're talking about you talking about DC? Bro, DC oh, young, yeah. no, 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 D, no, no, D, D, yeah, DC's DC's the Don, right? Bro, I wanted to be my best friend. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. I, I wanted to be my best friend. I think he's so hard. You know, <laughs> bro, literally, do you believe in um the six degrees of uh separation? Yeah. Do, do you yeah. know what that is? Literally, bro, you're two people away from that connection. For real. Deadass, bro. Because, like, bro, I've, I'm telling you, like, since Arizona, I've, I've literally watched him. Like, I've watched him grow. Like, I've watched his, bro, like, his growth, like, everything. Because I, I had a actually, homie who used to kick it with him. You're actually, you're, bro, you're literally two two people away from meeting LeBron James. Deadass. Because you were in football and then the circle that we're in in Centennial, you're literally two people away from getting all that connections. You know what I'm saying? Do you know who uh, Jalen Jernigan is? Yeah. That's my guy. We, his, we grew up together. by Mowgli. Yeah, yeah, he goes by, Mo and I, I, um, I hit him up like two years ago, and we filmed a video together because he's into all animal shit. But he went to um, Brownie's birthday party, and he met LeBron, and he he knows DC. So if you just reach out to him, bro, he could probably link you up, and then you're able to get your exposure out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like I just hate like I literally like when I say like I grew up with him. Like we've known each other since we're like six, seven. But it's, it's yeah, bro, shoot him a DM and see what he can do. I really be too. You know, Jay. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, you know JJ Taylor yeah. too, right? Like I've known him since I was seven. I just I really just be too prideful, bro. Like what it is is like mm. I don't really call it pride in a sense, but it's like I feel like I don't have anything to offer. So like until I have something to offer, I'm not gonna go out of my way to trouble anybody else. But when is that time though? That's you know what I'm don't saying. Know. When is that time if you don't just get out there? <laughs> like you don't feel because literally like I could it. think of yeah. so many mm -hmm. ways right now. Like literally, you can promote JJ yourself. Senior, I was like, I'm gonna do because like with JJ, the situation like his senior because I went to Arizona with him. Like we used to kick it every day and everything like that. Um, I told him like, oh, I have this song. I want to do a highlight tape for your senior year for it. That's that song I just played, Charge. And he and he was like, okay, bet, bro. 
And like I just got so self-centered and like kept adjusting the song. His senior his season ended and like I I just never did it. Bro, that's you're like me, because I always want things to be perfect. And Aram knows that too, but there's a certain point in time where you have to push it out. Yeah, it's flawed, but how if you keep saying, hey, Oh, I want it to be tell perfect. Him too, perfect, you were perfect. telling me that night, how you're like actually working on that, the whole safe space. Oh, bro, okay. we we really literally just talked about that like a week ago about just doing it. Yeah, so I was watching this podcast. Um, it basically was on how to build resilience. How do you pronounce the G's name? I don't want to say it wrong. M Night Shyamalan. M Night Shyamalan. So he's Shyamalan. a film director. He mm-hmm. filmed us uh, the the movie I know is Split. Um, he's the director of that film. And so basically, he was saying like what he does in order to like beat that sort of like fear and like perfectionist attitude is he does everything in a sense of it's a hobby, and so that creates a safe mm-hmm. space for him to where he can fail or create something really bad. So in a situation I reflected on me, like I went to the studio a couple weeks ago and I made a terrible song. I had a hell of fun doing it, but like Impossible. listen listening on <laughs> listening to it afterwards, I'm like, okay, cool, I could never put this out. But since I'm not putting it out, I don't have any pressure to I see it as like I can tweak this. I can still use it in a sort of way. Yeah. Like I'll just take the chorus and, you know, let somebody else do the verses, shit like that. And so like it's creating that so little me- safe space so you don't have that Safety. added pressure. Of you have to heat. Yeah, so let me ask this Go real ahead. quick. What do you see that you can improve in your rap career right now? Like lyrically or anything? What do you see that this improvement for? Um, I feel the most improvement I need in the near near future would just be lyric lyrically when I decide to kind of like hardcore rap. I still have that like mesh where I let melodies and things like that take over to cover up a lot a lot of like I'll say insecurities I have. Um, mm-hmm. And I want to get to the point where, in a sense, like I do '90s rap and things like that. Like full fledged, I want to start like writing poems. Like my songs full on poems, like statues, like stanzas, mm-hmm. like the whole like nine yards. It's not even like an actual song. Yeah, bro. Like from what I've seen so far and I've heard so far, your bars are better than half the kids that are trying to be rappers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Appreciate that. I saw this video, right? And it's Gary Vee. He's saying that all rappers are the same. The only reason why Travis Scott is up there and you're not is due to his marketing and how he reaches out to people, you know? Like, with what he did with McDonald's gave him a shit ton of exposure. Him getting together with Kylie, that's free exposure. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm saying all you got to do is just shift that mindset a bit to, okay, rapping is like 40% and the rest is just you constantly DMing. Yeah, I know it seems like a hassle and all that. It seems like you're constantly, you know, trying to push your shit out there. But, you know, that's, uh, I think um Big Sean, that's how Big Sean got signed. You know that? Big Sean got signed by Kanye because he was like, yo, Kanye. He had a literally a mixtape and he gave it to Kanye and Kanye gave it a listen and he signed Big Sean. So... You you got the talent. You just gotta, you know, do the work and market out there, I bro. Feel like just the right people just need to find them. That's that's yeah. about it. Exactly. Yeah, how right but how is the right? How are the right people gonna find you if you just keep it underground? Well, see, that's what know? I'm saying. Like, I don't tell a lot of people this. Like, I've sat in label meetings. Like, I've sat face to face, and they've like offered me deals and shit. But it's in the sense, yeah. like, like I said, like for what I want to do, it's nothing like worth my while. And so it's like I'd rather yeah. just keep doing it for fun and be the broke boy living <laughs> in the back of the house than you know be some man slave and just keep yeah. pushing out songs for him. Exactly. Yeah, because most rappers on the come up when they see that first contract, they don't have anyone read it over or anything. They just sign their life away, bro. And that, and that was like the biggest thing so, for me. It was like 
I have I have to know what I'm getting into. I see, I see. So I heard that you have an upcoming album drop, right? Uh, I'm calling it an EP, but yeah, yeah, six songs. EP. So this not consider your uh your debut drop. No, right? this is really like to me, it's some throwaway tracks I've got tired of hearing, so I want everybody else to hear them. <laughs> That's how I see it. <laughs> so you want since you want everybody to hear it, what are you gonna do with it? Um, I just finalized it last night. Actually, not gonna lie. Um, okay. Later today, I go through DistroKit. That's my distributor. So I'm uploaded through mm -hmm. there. Um, that'll put it through all streams. Um, also on TikTok, they've added that feature, which I think is really cool. Um, what I want to do in a sense is I'm still filling it out. Like I hit up this chick this morning. Um, I want to do like a media run. So in a sense, like podcasts, other interviews, things like that. Um, I use Fiverr a lot. So I feel like blog placements and things like that wouldn't be an issue, but I want to like embed and like sediment like local areas. So like reaching out to people locally is where I really need to work out on. Um, but I feel like as far as like, obviously I, I try to let music speak for itself. Um, I have yeah. a ROM with me, visuals. I don't ever like <laughs> let up on visuals. I, I try to go the nine yeah. yards. Um, and then like just media promotion and that aspect, giving me something to constantly talk about as I talk about the music. Um, I feel that'll put me in the right direction for where I want to be come summer. I see. So summer is going to be the, your, your goal to at least break through the industry. Yeah. Um, with, on summer. my okay. like whiteboard, I literally have set the foundation for summer. So everything is just sediment and I'm trying to grow the fan base and things That's like good, that. That's good, bro, because they I say that up. you have to write down what you want and then you just look at it every single day and be obsessed with yeah. it. And that's how you're going to, that's like the law of attractions, yeah. you know? And, that, and that's what like I've been telling myself is like, because what, what changed the game for me, I'll say was 2020, early, like first week, of obviously January, I saw this quote on mm -hmm. Twitter and it said, the best way to network is to have something to network with. And so that's what this EP is mm -hmm. to me. It's like, I'm putting out a body of work. I'm giving you like a collection of songs. Yeah, you don't have to rock with them. You're gonna find one maybe you rock with, but now I actually mm -hmm. have music out there to where I can just send to people and like, okay, let's talk. Like uh, whether, like you said, TikToks or like podcasts or just like open mics, things like that. Like I just, I wanna put the content out there so then I can have something to work with afterwards instead of just all this content on my phone. I'm trying to like navigate what's the best way. So how would you go about in licensing your music right now so to make sure that you have all the rights to it? Um, so registration-wise, I go through BMI. Um, I have a couple songs mm -hmm. I've actually copywritten lyrics for, like Charge, like because I've posted that maybe two times already. I yeah. just keep taking it down. I've copywritten like the actual lyrics for it because I don't want people reusing my lyrics. <laughs> Charge it to the game. That's the... That's so far. And that's crazy. Like it's minimal too. Bro, it's crazy to me. I I made the song Chargers to the game. The exact mm -hmm. date I made it, September 9th, 2019. Right? Mm -hmm. Since that moment, I've heard that phrase Chargers to the game used in so many songs that I never heard prior to that. And so yeah, that can be like the you know how you see like you buy a yellow car, now you see hella yellow cars. Oh, yeah. Like that sort of thing. But at the same time, it's crazy. Yeah. Like like Uzi or like Polo G just like the, now these big time artists and like never heard them say it before. Obviously they ain't heard my song, but like <laughs> now they say it. Yeah. That's cool though. Cause it at least tells you you're on the same wavelength as them. Sucks. All right, bro. So another question is that 
you're in this rap game and stuff. How, like, so you're working at Jimmy John's, right? At a manager. So how, when you find time, that's just your go-to to write lyrics and, and see what songs you can produce next or? Well, in all honesty, I probably have like 40 songs unreleased that if I wanted to, I can turn mm -hmm. around and drop right now. So I don't ever have like the urge or like desire to like, oh, I got to make more music. It's it's always just the free will of like, oh, this would be fire. Or like one of my producers sends me a beat and I'm like, oh, this is a vibe. OK, let me get on this. Like in that moment, I'll do it, because if I don't do it in that moment, then I'm not going to come back to it. I don't have a desire to. OK. And what's your end goal in this? In uh, in like my endeavor with rap? In, yeah, like in just your life, what's your end goal? besides breaking into the rap industry what's your end goal um i want to be for lack of better words i want to be a people pleaser so in a sense like i want to make like the businesses that formulate and make other people's lives easier um what i see like i call it like a three-step process in a sense i want to go music um take the music money and then reinvest in like my family so they can do like sort of business adventures and then from business, I want to reinvest and then go real estate. And so, but however, for me, like I feel like I'm the spark plug, like the the general. I just care about the music, and like I'll just let the money trickle, and you guys can do whatever rest. You can take care of your family and all that. I see, I see. So you're all right. This is gonna wrap up our fourth episode. You know, we had that special guest. CF Justin on and check out his album. It's gonna debut uh March 5th. It's called Just Listen on all platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music. You know, and then he has YouTube uh music videos coming soon. So check it out. And I hope you break through the barrier and just take it by storm, bro. Appreciate you. Because with the right marketing, with the right work ethic and everything, the right people around you, I know for sure you're gonna break through. And yeah, best of luck, my guy. Thank you. Thank you for having me.